Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today. I'm enjoying the nice cool weather that's coming into town, into the whole state, into the whole area. It was just last night. I was in uh, a route back from beautiful Yarrington, Nevada, and it was cold. It was. It really felt like winter was on the way. A little warmer in Reno, but we wake up this morning and frost on the pumpkin. That's very nice. Also good for the beekeeping world. We're going to talk a little bit about the beekeeping world later on our show, as well as with our in-studio guest. His name is Aaron West, and Aaron is with the Nevada Builders Alliance. We're going to find out about some of the good things going on there now and what it really means to be a builder. It's not always just digital. Sometimes you have to actually lift and move things. We'll talk about that, the satisfaction. And we'll take a look at the real estate numbers that have recently come in from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. We'll look at their latest stats after this quick message. Age International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery. Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. And it's a great day to tune into our radio show today. We are enjoying talking with industry experts like we do every week. In fact, every day we've got somebody coming into our offices telling us about new things and new developments that are going on in the world of real estate. And, you know, real estate touches almost every one of us because in one way, shape or form, we either own a house, we either want to own a house, we have a business, we own a building, we want to buy a building. Uh, real estate is in all of our worlds. It's almost like having an automobile nowadays. Everybody seems to have an automobile and people that have automobiles have obligations. They have driver's license, registration, you know, the whole detail. When you buy real estate, it's stepped up to an even higher level because you're talking about your assets. And this is this is something that you have to take care of, nurture. It's kind of like non-livestock livestock. It's kind of funny to look at that, right? But you have to take care of it. Well, the best thing to do in the world of real estate is to know about real estate before you get in. So I'm glad that you tuned into our show today. We have two people that are going to be joining us with incredible knowledge and incredible experience in the world of real estate. Aaron West is the CEO of the Nevada Builders Alliance, and he's going to be talking with us about some of the work they're doing to attract more and develop workforce Workforce development. That's right. They are working to get people of all ages, but especially young people, job seekers, students, anyone that's considering an industry in, in the construction world to get involved and get motivated. There are so many good things about the world of construction and building. Aaron West is going to talk to us about some of the things that his organization is doing to get the word out about the good things happening. One of the big things we'll talk about, of course, is the Construction Career Day coming to northern Nevada. It's also going to be in Las Vegas. He'll give us the details on that. Also joining us today is the Wealth Protection Diva, Sherry Hill, the president and CEO of Sage International. She's going to come in uh, during the show and talk to us also about her take on the real estate world and what it takes to be a great real estate investor, an entrepreneur, if you will. A real estatepreneur is another way to look at it. Many people that get into the world of real estate 
well, you know, they're not really of the mindset that they're going into business. You know, just because you buy a rental property that you're going to rent to a family member, a friend, or a uncle, somebody, right? And it's no big deal, but it is a big deal. Suddenly, you have a lot of obligations, responsibilities, and liability once you own real estate and start utilizing it to let the general public, that means anybody besides the owners, come onto that property. It's amazing the stories that I've heard from people that have bought real estate and have not protected it. And there's a lot of things about protecting real estate that you need to know. Insurance is just one of those things. But the other big thing is the way that you hold the ownership of your real estate. If you're a brand new investor, you may still own a rental property in your own personal name. And if there is a problem on that property from a renter or a renter's friend or let's say even somebody nowadays, even a burglar could uh, injure himself, let's say, on your real estate property and you might be faced with a lawsuit. It's just so crazy. So the reason I'm talking about this is because this is where Sherry Hill comes in. Sherry is an incredible woman and I want you to know how I first heard about Sherry Hill. So it was 1998 and I had a visitor come into town. At the time, I was living in Arizona and my visitor flew in from Florida and he was so excited because he had read a new book. Of course, he wanted to see me too, right? But he had read this new book and he brought it for me and it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And the subtitle says, what the rich teach their kids about money that the poor and middle class do not. So – I read the book and it was a lot of fun and I, it really motivated me and, and there's a lot of energy in Robert Kiyosaki's writing. Uh, after my buddy took off back to Florida and I went on with my life, I ended up moving into northern Nevada. But after I read that book, my whole vision about how real estate investing uh, can lead to success changed. It well changed for the better and I became a real estate investor. In my own way, this is a big reason that I have the success that I have today was this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But there's more to the story. And here's the rest of the story. When I moved to Reno, I was in another business. I was in the broadcasting business and um, it took me 10 years almost. And it was in 2010 that I met Sherry Hill. And Sherry said to me a little bit about uh, the work that she does and we had a great conversation. And then she mentioned that she's an author and she mentioned her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. So I got a copy of the book, Incorporate and Get Rich, and uh, it's, it's really an awesome book. And as I was in the middle of the book, I was chatting with Sherry and I mentioned to her something about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, we, and she said, well, haven't you read the back that book? And I said, I absolutely have. She said, well, read the back of the book. Again, so I picked it up and I went to the section where it says acknowledgments. And on the acknowledgments page, there was a page there that said recommended reading for improving your financial intelligence. And I looked down the list and there it was. The book Sherry Hill wrote called Incorporate and Get Rich. And uh, her, even her phone number is in there. My gosh. In fact, I looked at the recommended reading that he listed and it looks like there's maybe a dozen or so different books and Sherry's one of them. It was only after listing Sherry's book that he put the phone number and that phone number is still good today. And ladies and gentlemen, I know this for a fact. When people read this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the very first book or Sherry Hill's book, Incorporate and Get Rich, our phone rings because there is so much great knowledge in both of these books and it gets you set on the right way to become a great real estate investor. Ultimately, it comes down to this. It comes down to who you know. You've got to know the right people to ask the right questions. And then you have to take action on that, that knowledge that you're gaining as you're asking the questions. And you'll get not only educated, but you'll get more confident in becoming a great real estate investor. Robert Kiyosaki went on to write another book along with many other books, but the other book I'm holding in my hand is called Rich Kid, Smart Kid, Getting Your Kid a Financial Head Start. Well, that's kind of the topic about today because we're talking about career day that's being put on by the Nevada Builders Alliance. And of course, we want to reach a lot of young people, a lot of, let's say, kids that want to be rich kids and smart kids. Stay tuned to our program. We'll be back with Aaron West from Nevada Builders Alliance and Sherry Hill from Sage International.
Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune into our show today. It's the time of year when you need to install your SunTech winter storm panels. I know winter's not quite here officially, but it sure feels like it. The storm panels are awesome. I've had them on my home for the past three years. They paid for themselves after the first year. And they make a big difference. Want to learn more? Visit solarscreensofreno.com. With me in the studio today, I have Aaron West. Aaron is the CEO of the Nevada Builders Alliance. I'm glad you're here today. I saw some activity on, I believe, social media. I'm there all the time, looking around, seeing what's going on. And I saw that there was an activity going on that the Builders Alliance was involved with called Career Day. I want to talk to you about that, but before we do, I want to learn about the Nevada Builders Alliance. Let our listeners know. Well, thank you. Um, so the Nevada Builders Alliance is a construction trade association. Mm-hmm. We are actually the largest construction trade association in the state. We represent almost 900 contractors statewide. I have offices in Carson and Vegas and mm-hmm. live here in Reno. Mm-hmm. And uh, with all the crazy activity that's going on in the state, I'm spending more and more time in places like Winnemucca and Tonopah and Elko. And yeah. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a great time for Nevada. There's a lot going on. And so our, our primary thing is advocacy on behalf of the industry, right? Mm-hmm. So we engage at the local, state, and federal level on you know policies that could impact our industry. And mm-hmm. one of the biggest issues in the industry right now is workforce and a lack thereof. And yeah. so that has certainly been a priority of ours. And we've uh, it, it's pushed me down you know, a, a kind of a separate path where I'm now on the Governor's Workforce Development Board. Mm-hmm. I'm on the Commission on Professional Standards and Education. You know, taking this message of the great opportunities that exist in the construction industry out to young people and, frankly, any anyone else is interested. Yeah, I, uh, I've, I've been involved in one way or another in the construction world since I was a young man. Uh, it was much more prevalent then before we had the digital and the technological world that we are today. I think that uh, it's lost some of its appeal because it's just kind of lost some of its uh, press and publicity, the world of building and constructing and, you know, physically doing things because so much of our work nowadays, Aaron, is done on a computer. Right. There's so much, um, you know, we talk a lot about either outsourcing of jobs or elimination of jobs through technology. and. Um, Probably the industry that has been impacted the least by that is, is construction, right? We can't we can't throw a house in a container and ship it over from China, or we can't, yeah. you know, we can de- we certainly design the houses, um, you know, on the computer, but somebody has to physically go out there and, and put it together. I'm always uh, impressed and fascinated when I see a home building, you know, going up or a, a large construction project because the workers are all such specialists. It looks like they're like ants out there right. from a distance. And it's a beautiful thing to see it happen because, you know, a human being, a man, put this thing together. I think that many people in the world of business today, Aaron, they don't know the satisfaction that you feel when you uh, engage in a big physical activity. At the same time, you're building something, a structure, let's say, and then when it's all said and done, it is there, a, if you will, a monument to the physical work that you did. You can't go to the gymnasium five days a week and get that same kind of traction. 
I agree. I mean, whether it's, you know, building a pergola in your backyard, yeah. right, and, and being able to step back and say, you know, I did that, or watching something like the Raider Stadium come together, oh, yeah, where you've got beautiful. thousands of employees, you know, thousands of construction workers all working in concert mm -hmm. and, and really just making this thing rise from the ground. It's, uh, it's amazing. My guest is Aaron West. Aaron is the CEO of the Nevada Builders Alliance, Building a Better Nevada. Aaron, recently there was a lot of ink, a lot of airtime given to the uh, discussion about the daybreak development mm -hmm. in uh, just in the Truckee Meadows right here, south southern part of Reno. Does the Builders Alliance get a voice of any kind? Uh, are you able to in any way look at projects like this, not just here but across the state because of the work you do, and have some input as to where this whole process is going because it's not to me it's not just about what's being built it's where right right and well thankfully you know as uh, like i said a primary role of ours is advocacy and so we have relationships with most of the elected officials out there mm -hmm. so yeah so we do you know depending on the scale of the project we don't get involved in every project but when we have um, a project of significance like stonegate up north or daybreak here where um, you know, I, I like to I like to remind our elected officials that we can't just celebrate the new companies that are coming into the area and creating all these jobs without thinking about how are we going to provide you know the housing for them. Right. Well, you know, here's the other thing that I think that um, the council and let's say the media in general is is totally negligent in, and that is taking any consideration for the people that already live here mm -hmm. that may not want to have another five thousand <laughs> neighbors. A mile away, right? And there is no. It seems like there's no concern at all for that. It's strictly about growth, growth, growth. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> I'm sure that there's some kind of a disclaimer that we'll play just before that part of the radio station. On our trip to Yerrington last night, Aaron, we saw a lot of construction going on on the USA Parkway, uh, specifically uh, kind of at the tail end in Silver Springs. Mm. I mean, that big, I'm not sure if you've been there recently, but there's a big roundabout in, cons yeah. in, in construction there. And it's, it, it's like, wow, you have this big roundabout out here with really not much around it. Yeah. You can imagine what it's going to look like. It's the biggest roundabout I've seen, <laughs> even uh, beyond what is here in Reno. Right, right. No, it's uh, that was a great transportation project, right? Linking USA Parkway over mm -hmm. to 50 and, yeah. and putting in that necessary infrastructure. I think, you know, there's a lot of potential in Silver Springs uh, based on what's going on in the industrial center. Um, unfortunately, they've got, they do have some challenges right now with infrastructure, mm -hmm. but um, you're, we're starting to see, you know, some, some smaller projects that are taken off and talk of some, some larger projects. But yeah, it's, it's a pretty exciting drive down USA Parkway right now, especially with Google. I'm sure you saw the Google construction yep. and yep. cranes in the air. And yep. so there's some, there's some good stuff happening. Uh, it's one of the benefits of being a beekeeper and being part of the Nevada State <clears throat> Beekeepers Conference. Uh, we were there to uh, have our annual meeting, uh, last meeting of the Mason Valley Beekeepers, but we are planning for the big event coming up. And it's nice to see that uh, you know, the transportation is better to get there because we, are, we know that we're going to be attracting uh, beekeepers from all over the world as they do come every year. This is the 10th anniversary, the 10th celebration, the 10th Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, and it really has changed my life. And in some way, Aaron West, CEO of the Nevada Builders Alliance. I have some of the best builders in the world in my backyard. There you go. I mean, it is an amazing uh, thing to see uh, these bees work. Yep. God's original construction folks, right? Absolutely. <laughs> There's so many good things about it. I want to talk to you more about the things going on at the Alliance. Uh, you've got something coming up that I'm really in interested in, and that's the Construction Career Day in Southern Nevada. And then there's the Construction Career Day, I'm hoping, in Northern Nevada. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to be uh, chatting about that and more after this. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear, Country Dog, Line 2. Hey, Bear. Dirt, too. It's all over the carpet. What do I do? The best carpet cleaning company in town. Residential, commercial, tile, grout, carpet, upholstery cleaning. Call 829-1551. I'm calling CJ's now. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Peanut the Piddler, line one. Ooh. 
I get so excited every time that darn doorbell rings. I piddle on the carpet. CJ's recommended carpet care. He does a great job. He's on time. He's quick and he stands behind his work. Call 829-1551. I love Pet Talk Radio. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. So I was looking up for some uh, information for a guest that was coming into the studio a while back, and he was actually considering moving to northern Nevada. Asked him to take a look at uh, some videos that we had shot because he hadn't really known much about the area. And then I realized, well, he can just go visit Dan Ryder. Dan is a broker and owner at Nevada Home Connections. We sent him to the website, relocatingtoreno.com. Next thing you know, we have another new friendly visitor that's moving to northern Nevada. I encourage you to visit with one of the top pros in real estate if you need some guidance on where is the area that's right for you in northern Nevada. Talk to Dan Ryder or visit his website, relocatingtoreno.com, and tell Dan Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I have Aaron West. Aaron is the CEO of the Nevada Builders Alliance. Looking at your website, seeing you've got a lot of things going on. Tell yeah. me about this particular thing. I uh, kind of caught my attention when I first reached out, and that is the 2019 Construction Career Day. Yeah, so um, I've been with the Alliance a little over five years now, mm -hmm. and really shortly after I joined, we realized that, that workforce was going to be a problem, and so we started down this path. Of, mm -hmm. Um, and it, I will tell you, it's it's taken a long time and a lot of meetings um, with the school districts and um, different education folks to try and get our message across that there's great opportunities um, in, in construction. In the construction world. Right. And so, mm -hmm. I mean, for example, just in our region alone, we're short probably 10,000 construction workers. Mm. So wages have gone up in the last three years on an average of over 10% a year. Yeah. Um, you know, right now, skilled trades, electricians, plumbers, has have the highest average wage, uh, one of the highest average wages in the state at $110,000. Mm. So those are the kind of messages that we're trying to get across. Yeah. And, and But a lot of it is we need access to those kids, right? <clears throat> and so it's one thing to go in and talk to a class of, you know, 20 and, and try and do that, you know, over and over and over. But there's there's really a movement um, nationally to to engage younger people in, in the opportunities that exist. And so we worked with a group uh, called Build Your Future mm -hmm. and came up with this idea of, of a, a construction career day mm -hmm. where instead of us trying to you know, take on 100 classes of 20 kids, let's, let's work with the district and create an interactive, hands-on opportunity where we can bring in 1,200 kids in one shot and expose them to every every facet of the of the construction industry, from heavy equipment to electrical, plumbing, drones. Um, you know whether it's the whether it's the degree seeking civil engineering side mm -hmm. or it, the local apprenticeship programs, where they can actually you know essentially we call it working college, where mm -hmm. you're getting paid while you're you know working in the field and getting your education, and after four years you come out as a journeyman, and you know you're you're Really, the opportunities are set for the rest of your life. It's a great career path, I believe. I've yeah. seen so many people become so successful in the building and the construction world, in my family and friends. And uh, it's it's a great learning experience for people that have never thought about that to understand, again, what I've talked about is the the emotions, the feelings that you get when you actually build something on your own. I remember as little kids, uh, the Lego building blocks were big and popular with little kids because everybody wanted to grow up to build something, right? I wanted to be an engineer myself and build bridges, and it just doesn't seem to have uh, exposure and encouragement that it did when I was in school. I mean, let's face it, Aaron, we had wood shop in school, right. and that was a great start for a lot of people. It got people kind of figuring out whether they liked it or not, but at least they were exposed to it. Right. I don't know, I can't say that it's uh, part of the curriculum anymore in general. No, it's unfortunate, right? You know, especially during the the, uh, the economic downturn, um, during the recession, you know, school budgets um, struggled, and so keeping up with some of those more expensive programs like the shop classes became a little bit of a challenge. You know, keeping up with the equipment replacement stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, 
And, and so it became easier as we started to climb out of that to take that space and get a grant to fill that room with computers, right? And, sure. it, was, and it was a lot easier to find an instructor for mm -hmm. computer, you know, mm -hmm. working on computers. Um, so that, that's certainly one of the initiatives that we have right now, too, is, is working with the district to try and catch some of um, our folks in the industry that are retiring. You know, yeah. right now in Nevada, 25% of our workforce, our construction workforce is over the age of 55. Mm. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to capture some of those folks and get them on a path to um, getting their credentials so that we can actually get them into the classroom and, and engaging with these kids. Let's talk about the 55-plus market. Yeah. So I'm, I, I, I know that many people are working beyond what they did in, their earlier, in the earlier years, right? Working at, at 65 or even 70 is relatively common right now for many people. And I think it's good for a variety of reasons. Not only is it a little extra money, but it keeps you active and keeps you moving. And I just wonder, are there opportunities for people to get into the construction or the building world when you're that age, when you're in yeah, the 50s? Yeah, you know, that's a great point. I think there's, there's plenty of opportunities. You know, when we talk about construction, it's, you know, we tend to think digging a ditch or swinging a hammer, right? right. And, and, yeah. and honestly, there's so many other opportunities there. Someone that has, you know, some basic, you know, some, some business skills and can, you know, pick up, you know, from the business side, right? If, if you were into... Um, logistics or if you were into project man you know project management at any scale you know that translates over to within that con you know a typical construction company you need you need estimators you need you know project managers you need mm -hmm. superintendent you need you need folks that can lead you know the the folks that are actually out there swinging the hammers and so forth so i do think that there's some opportunities to to you know shift that skill set a little bit and mm -hmm. um, and we do have some programs within um, our local schools that uh, you know uh, community colleges that can help uh, take us down that path. Aaron West is our guest. Aaron is the CEO of Nevada Builders Alliance. You have offices all across the state. <laughs> I see you've got them in Las Vegas, in Reno, Carson City, but you live here in uh, Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Glad you're here in local. Um, what is it, I'm curious to know, uh, what is it that you like best about living in this part of the world, in this part of northern Nevada? I mean, there's a reason that we're all attracted here. Yeah. You are a a native of the state, but you're right here in the Truckee Meadows. What is it? Right. No, I think um, you know it's it's the access to <clears throat> access to the outdoors, access to Lake Tahoe. You know, just the the scenic beauty that we have here is amazing. Mm -hmm. I sometimes get frustrated with folks that want to sit in their house and and <laughs> and and you know they they tend to complain about growth because they they feel like it's impeding their you know their enjoyment from their house. And, and my thing is, get out there and enjoy it, right? <laughs> you know, there, there's so many opportunities to get into the hills, to go mm -hmm. up into Tahoe, and to, mm -hmm. to really get out there and truly enjoy it. And um, <clears throat> it's been awesome for me and my family. And, you know, we mm -hmm. have just, uh, in fact, you know, my, my son's away at, at school right now. He's looking forward to coming back into the area and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, and establishing his, himself and his career here going oh, yeah. forward. Oh, yeah, it's a great place to be. Um, you know, you're right. I'm one of those persons, although I'm not a native. I've been here almost 20 years. And uh, I'm not real optimistic when I think about more growth, more growth. But the fact is, change is inevitable, always. We're always going through changes in the construction business, the building business, no different, I'm sure. So what it is is how we interact and how we deal with that. I was talking with a good friend who owns a retail store here. He owns a jewelry store. And he was telling me uh, basically the same thing, but because of the additional growth, his business has boomed. Right. And because of that, he was able to take a little bit more time off this year. Mm -hmm. Because of that, he was able to do some things that he never thought he could do. And because of that, he was able to experience some things that only the money that comes with this growth could provide. And that was he and his wife went and they took a bicycle ride around Lake Tahoe on the new trail. Oh, and that was, he said, Peter, this is all so cool. Uh, <laughs> this, this is what the growth brings. Right. And like you say, you got to get out of your house and go enjoy it. But when you do that, I mean, it's an amazing thing to see. Uh, as long as there is still, I say, some uh, monitoring that that growth is not going to impede our future down the road. The right. USA Parkway is another great example. It cut our time from driving from Reno to Yerrington by 45 minutes in each mm. direction. I believe it. And uh, it's just a, a real great way to get there. And so suddenly, uh, the, the great community of Yerrington, which I've discovered now and all the nice things there, it's really accessible, much right. more so than it used to be. And that's what you get when you get great growth, and that involves building. Right. right. You talked about uh, residential 
yep. construction that you look at that. And you talked about businesses, uh, commercial projects, and so forth. What about government projects? You know, so we, you know, there's a very healthy sector out there um, of public works projects. Uh, you know, I think with the school district getting their, you know, their additional tax uh, to support construction, we're seeing, you know, some great projects go up with that as a result of that. Um, you know, our, our RT, locally within Washoe County, the RTC um, has a significant funding stream through the gas tax. Yeah. And, and so you see, you know, we continue to see quality projects as a result of that. Uh -huh. um, you know, NDOT uh, has been, you know, we've been very fortunate with the projects that uh, we've seen out of NDOT. So I, I, it's, it's still a very healthy sector. And, yeah. uh, and I, I see no reason why that would slow down. Well, there's been a lot of talk about improving the infrastructure across the country, and in Nevada, can certainly use that all the time as well. Right. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm really pretty well impressed with the roads and the infrastructure in general. Having traveled at least east to west on the state quite a bit, and then down to Vegas, um, it's it's very impressive. But by the same token, there aren't that many people here when you look at other states. I moved here from Colorado. Okay. Very similar, very nice in uh, topography in some ways. But we really don't have nearly the congestion, and that's just what I'm hoping to avoid. And I, there's only so much room anyway, right? So here we right. go. Yep. Carson City is looking really good. They're Minden, right. Gardnerville are really taking off. Great communities. Fernley, my gosh. Yeah, that exactly. That place is booming. Right. What, it, it, did you, it, five years ago, have any idea that this could, it could get this big? So... Um, you know, it's interesting. During the last uh, boom cycle, I was actually in the in the residential development um, arena, and so we were doing quite a bit in Fernley and saw a lot of opportunity there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the downturn was pretty rough, but tell you what, once we saw that that Tesla announcement, mm -hmm. and you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of rumors, there was a lot of speculation, and once we got that announcement, boy, it was awesome just to see you know the the floodgates open up, and um, and so. You know, it, it's been pretty crazy. I think, to your point, is a great opportunity for Fernley right now because with blockchain coming in and buying up the rest of the industrial center mm -hmm. on USA Parkway, that, you know, there was a long line of people that were looking to go into that industrial center and blockchain came in and bought all that property. Well, those folks, they still want to come here. So now, you know, we have two separate announcements with large uh, industrial uh, projects now going into into Fernley. So you're going to see a lot of job creation out there. You're going to see a lot of new investment. And, uh, and I think it's going to be really good for that, that area. When we drove to Yarrington last night, we actually left in the daytime, mid-afternoon, we decided that rather than taking USA Parkway, we would go through Fernley mm. so that we could see some of the action and feel what was going on. And let me tell you, I got a story to tell you, but we have to take our break. So hang on. We'll be back after this. SunTech Storm Panels are the clear, tough, versatile way to lock out cold winter drafts on your windows and doors. If you want to immediately reduce your energy bill, call SunTech 352-9396 for a free estimate. SunTech Storm Panels are a great alternative. In fact, 60% less cost than those high-priced dual or triple-paned windows. Want to keep the cold out, the heat in, and save money? Call SunTech 352-9396 for fast, friendly installation. Hey, you're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune into our show today. My in-studio guest is Aaron West. Aaron is the CEO at Nevada Builders Alliance. Also joining us for this segment, Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International. Welcome to our show, Sherry. Thank you. I was so glad to hear Aaron was here and wanted to say hi. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad you were in the area to come in and chat. You guys have known each other for a while? Yes, yes. And what I really love is that, you know, because of entrepreneurship and, you know, all the business, I work with a lot of guys that own companies, right? So they're contractors, they're drywallers, and one of the biggest issues right now is that workforce. And I know Aaron is very involved in trying to build that pipeline of, you know, the trades, which are uh, viable positions and you can make good money and, yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe you can stay in better physical shape if you're in the construction <laughs> world, you know, because you're moving around, you're yeah. doing things, and uh, it's just a beautiful thing to see. Aaron, we were talking about career day. Yeah. Get us caught up about that. Sherry, you were telling me you'd, you'd been to one of those events in the past, so let us know. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, great, it's a great collaboration. Um, you know, I will say that, so there's, 
there's many segments within the construction industry, right? So you have, and, and different representations for those segments. So, um, for example, we have AGC, Associated General Contractors, which represents a lot of large union contractors, mostly dirt, you know, the, the big civil guys, right, that right. do the big dirt work projects, things like that. You have uh, Builder Association Northern Nevada, which represents um, the home building community. Um, you've got NAOP, you've got ABC, um, you know, those are all kind of at a local level, and then obviously we we have that statewide presence. Um, and so, what one of the things I really love about this this construction career day is that we were able to bring all of those elements together, hmm. every, get everybody to the table, and say, you know, look, we may have our differences here and there, but the one thing we can all agree on is is workforce is our biggest issue in the industry right now. So let's let's check the egos at the door. Let's all get around the table and figure out, you know, how can we really make an impact. And, and using all of our relationships, you know, really we've been able to engage the school district and get them to buy into um, what it is that we're, you know, that we're trying to accomplish. And so the, it, we're very excited. This is our fourth year now. The fact that the school district is engaged. And so we, we rent the convention center and the school district works with us to provide transportation for 1,200 students this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, we're actually engaging in the outlying areas. We've got kids coming in from five other counties um, in northern Nevada, right? Mm -hmm. So just get them to one place and then really let us showcase the industry as a whole. So everything from civil engineers and architects to, you know, all of the registered apprenticeship programs. So the electricians and the plumbers and the equipment operators. And we bring in we bring in heavy equipment for the kids to climb on. And, and, and so many of, uh, we tell all of our, um, all of our folks that are coming to display and engage to, to do something hands-on with them, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got everything from drone pilots to, you know, engineering companies that are bringing in VR, you know, virtual reality headsets and, and showing, showing the kids that there's multiple paths that you can take and, and you know, what that looks like. Well, and, you know, the industry as a whole is stepping up with technology. So it's not that old image of, you know, I got to wear a nail bag for eight, ten hours a day. There's a lot more to it anymore. Right. You're seeing, yeah, we're, I, I would say that the industry has been very slow, but we're finally getting there, right? And so you're starting to see a lot more what have been traditionally construction type activities that are being transitioned to manufacturing activities, right? Let's let's do more in a in a environmentally controlled space, right? Mm -hmm. So that you know you're not subject to the heat and the cold, um, and so we're really starting to make some strides on that. Mm -hmm. So are modular homes or modular buildings more of a thing now than, uh, than maybe many of us know? Yeah, I think um, especially in larger scale projects mm -hmm. where duplication is key. So if you're going to do a, you know, if you're going to do 200 units of apartments um, and they're all going to be laid out the same, it really becomes cost effective to modularize that. I will say one of the challenges right now is we're kind of limited in terms of capacity. There's uh, an outfit out of Boise. There's one out of Portland. Um, we really could, and, I've, and it's something that I've been working with um, EDON, our local economic development authority, on, you know, is there an opportunity to bring a company into northern Nevada to, mm. to look at doing modular? Because the construction costs do hurt us, and, and actually now with the demands on, on the current system, um, del delays are getting pretty significant. But mm. I, think that's, uh, I think that's a real opportunity going forward. So let's, let's talk about the young people, because that's what current career day is about, right? right? And, you know, what what are some of the conversations that take place there? Because I can imagine if I'm in middle school and all of a sudden I'm seeing all this big equipment and virtual reality, what is it that's going to inspire me to go, wow, maybe this is a path? Well, honestly, we the best result we get is really from that hands-on activity. Mm -hmm. So whether, you know, we whether they're bending a piece of, of EMT, you know, to, to our conversation earlier, right? That satisfaction of doing something with your hands and, mm -hmm. you know, and they're, so they're bending pipe or they're, um, you know, operating a piece of equipment or really that, that engaging at the tactile level and, and, you know, starting to, starting to connect the dots of, and, and what I love about it is that when, when I talk with classes and, and teachers say, well, you know, what are the primary things that the kids need to learn in order to pursue this industry? And I say, it's no different. We, we, <laughs> construction is one of the most math heavy industries there is, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we need good reading, writing, and, and arithmetic, right? Let's, right. let's go back. The to basics. The basics. And, and um, we need all of that. And, and, and then we can translate that to, to what we want to do. Mm -hmm. 
That's so refreshing to hear. When I was a little boy, I loved to play with my toys. <laughs> a toy tractor, a toy truck, a toy hammer and a toy saw. And it, you know, it's like there was an encouragement to go into these kind of professions and to use your hands. Working People love to work with their hands. Yeah. So many people, they want to go into pottery or they want to uh, do seascapes, whatever they want to do. You have an opportunity to do that and earn money and provide a, um, a residence for someone, a business for someone, or a bridge or a road. It's such a great thing to think about being in that building world. And I and I will tell you that we're you know we're also trying to adjust a little bit to you know the realities of today. We're we're actually in development of a um, a, a gaming platform for young people, our six to twelve year olds, where a virtual you know gaming system where they will learn about uh, what it means to be an electrician. You know how does electricity work and what does it mean to be an electrician and and how do you get down that path? So we're we're looking at. Any and you know any and every opportunity to at least educate the young people so that as they start working through this process, they go, you know, so many people want to be doctors or lawyers or or they're told that they should be doctors mm -hmm, or right. lawyers, and they don't understand the financial implications of that, right? So you're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars to get through undergrad, and then you're going to take on two fifty to three hundred to get through med school. You know, are you really in a position to do that? And unfortunately, we have too many others that are just told, "Well, go to college and you'll figure it out." And, and we end up in a situation like last year between UNR and UNLV, we graduated 700 kids with a degree in psychology and there were 30 jobs available, oh, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so let's at least just have real conversations about the, the opportunities that exist and the pathway to get there. You know, is it education? Is it skill development? At the end of the day, you know, we like to say that every, every opportunity requires college. It's just how you define college. Is it, is it you know, a, a junior college where you're getting skill attainment? You know, are, you, are you pursuing a bachelor's degree that's going to give you a career? You know, what, what does that look like? Well, and these are transferable skills. So you know, yeah. work here, we need you now. But you know, if you do any traveling, you go around the country and you're going to find you know, there's construction, there's all kinds of demand for these types of skills all over the world, right. actually. Right. And so it's something that, like a teacher, you could move anywhere you wanted and you would be, get a job, exactly. right? Exactly. So it, it's really something to think about. My grandfather was heavy construction. He built most of California. And it's really interesting when I can tell people, yes, my grandfather built the Matterhorn in Disneyland, mm. right? I mean, <laughs> they were heavy old. construction, yes. <laughs> And, you know, that was, oh gosh, 50, 60 years ago, right? right? <laughs> and I still love to tell that, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're absolutely right. You know, a lot of people said, you know, well, during the downturn, you know, construction industry was devastated. Actually, what happened was we just... Re, we just, you know, redirected those folks, right? If you had a skill, you know, we lost so many construction workers to North Dakota because of what was going on with petroleum, right? In Texas, yeah. California was booming. So all those folks that had a skill set, they were able to work. It's just, you know, maybe they not. They weren't able to work here yeah, right, they at, had it, at that time. Which, you know, yeah. again, you don't have to do for the rest of your life, but go <clears throat> earn somewhere and then come back. Yeah. My guests in the studio, Aaron West, the CEO of Nevada Builders Alliance, and Sherry Hill, the president and CEO of Sage International. Sherry, I want to talk a little bit about our recent trip through Fernley, but before we do that, please let our listeners know a little bit about Sage International. Well, I work with, actually, as I mentioned to Aaron earlier, I mean, there's, I form companies. So I have formed many companies for contractors and drywall and painters and plumbers. And so if you have that entrepreneurial edge, where you want to own your own business, then I put that foundation under your dream. With all that action going on in the building and construction world, Aaron, that's probably a, a, an entrepreneur's dream sometimes in the way they put it together. So many great opportunities. I, I know so many people that I went to school with that, you know, they, they were told they were being losers for going into, you know, a construction trade, and now they own their own companies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they're <laughs> maybe employing some of those people. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sherry and I traveled uh, to Yarrington last night to our, our, our monthly beekeepers conference. When we were going into the last break, I talked about something surprising that we saw in Fernley. And this is what it was. It was a traffic jam in Fernley. In <laughs> fact, right? there were several. Aaron, Sherry, do you remember that? There was a traffic jam at the gas station. Then there was a traffic jam before we got to the turnoff. Uh, to head south to Yarrington, and I looked ahead, and I could see there was another traffic jam down that way. <laughs> now, we don't like traffic jams. What it does say is there's a lot of action going on 
in Fernley. Could you believe that? Those housing complexes that we saw as we were leaving. Oh the city? yeah, they're they're starting to build out there. But even more impressive is once you get back over on 50 and what mm. they're doing with that whole corridor out there as mm -hmm. well. So Silver Springs is not going to be a hidden community for much longer. I was <laughs> telling Aaron in the earlier segment that I believe their roundabout is about as big as their uh, entire city limits. Right. I mean, it's yes. just so big. Yes. It's like McCarran. <laughs> But yep. it was really nice. And, you know, we've talked, Sherry and Aaron, on our show about the benefits or the values that appear when you look at the prices and the price differences from Reno Sparks to Fernley. Mm -hmm. Median home prices is what I'm talking about. The Reno Sparks Association of Realtors on their last real estate report said that the median home price in Reno Sparks, as of the most recent data in August of 2019, is $399,000. For a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, not a condo, not a townhome, not manufactured or modular, get that. It's Let's face it, it's $400,000. So you think, what can I do? How can I ever afford a home? Well, Fernley is just maybe half hour, 45 minutes tops from the Reno Sparks area. And what are the median home prices there? They're not $400,000. Same time period. Yeah. You said it, Aaron. $265,000. Yeah, we saw a lot of signs for houses starting at, in the 250s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since you've seen anything like that in Reno or Sparks. But what it says is there's great values there. And it also says to the world of building and construction, that's where the action's happening. Well, and, and let's hit on that because when people talk about, oh, I want to go into a trade or a career, right. you don't have to come to Reno to work. I right. mean, there's a lot going on out in the rurals that <laughs> you want to learn how to be a contractor or whatever. You can work in your own community. That's a, a huge initiative we have right now with going into the rural schools and, and trying to convince the kids that, you know, you don't have to leave. There's plenty of opportunity here. Let's just get you on a path. And whether it's Fernley or Winnemucca or Tona, Right, they um, need. They actually need those kids to stick around and uh, and, and and serve some vital roles. Which much greater opportunity to go into a trade mm -hmm. than it is to want to work in a big warehouse. Right. So if right. I want to stay in Tonopah or I want to stay in Ely or I want right. to stay in Elko, there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, we we kind of joke that you know Amazon for their fulfillment center, they try to steal from the retail folks and then the manufacturing folks try to steal from Amazon and and then construction says, hey, why are you guys wasting your time with that? Come over to the real money. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Wow, it's very exciting to talk mm -hmm. about everything going on in the world. Tell our listeners about your website because that's where we want them to go to find out about all these great things. Yeah, so we'd love folks to come check us out at nevadabuilders.org mm -hmm. and we have lots of great information about uh, the benefits um, that we provide to our members through the industry and then also you know, um, like most trade associations, we do uh, we do functions, uh, networking uh, functions, and mm -hmm. we scatter those all over the state. And so, uh, you know, we've got we've got one coming up on o October sixteenth um, in Reno at the Jesse, and then we've got uh, on October twenty fourth we'll be down in Vegas at Top Golf. Oh yeah, very nice. It's going to be fun. Yes, very nice. And then I see that you're going to be participating in the Nevada Day events. Nevada Day yeah, Breakfast Buffet. This, yeah, this will be the fifth year that uh, we'll be in the Nevada Day Parade. If, if a lot of folks have probably seen me going down the road, we have a, a big lifted truck uh, representing the construction industry with mm -hmm. a lumber rack on it and toolbox and the Nevada Builders logos. And so we uh, we crank up some music and and pass out candy in the parade and wow, have some fun. fun. So what what would you say to a parent? Like you know, why should they want to get their child a construction career day? Yeah, I think that's a big thing, right? Is we we need we need parents to encourage their their kids to talk to the school that they, you know, if, if they're in middle school right now, talk to their school and see how they get on that list to get to construction career day. Because I think <clears throat> all we're saying is that there's so many different opportunities there, and and there's great you know income potential associated with it, and so just you know try and give your kids a a leg up, right? So instead of instead of pushing them into a college degree that, um, and taking on that college debt that might not actually get them um, you know, what, they're, what they're after in terms of happiness and or revenue, 
you know, just keep keep an open mind. Keep an open mind and let your kid have an open Well, mind. and the opportunities aren't just for kids. I mean, so if you're <laughs> right. someone that is, you know, transitioning in workforce as well, right. it might be uh, fun to go to career day and learn a little bit uh, for yourself, too. So. Yeah. Are you going to have a backhoe there by chance? Oh, yeah. That is my favorite <laughs> we'll have, big piece of equipment. You bet. We'll have a big excavator. We'll have a couple backhoes. Yep. yep. Oh, We've got yeah. lots of stuff for the kids to crawl on. Construction, the world of construction is fun to me. Yeah. And it looks like when I see people working with that big equipment, it looks like they're out there having fun like I wish I was. <laughs> when I was a little kid, that was my dream. And now they're doing it. Uh, and I think it is that. I think people in the construction world absolutely love what they do. And uh, Sherry is a testament to that because, as she mentioned, her grandfather, her, uh, her grandfather was in the construction world. Well, I also world. did apprentice carpentership. Yeah. For a year and a half, I was an apprentice carpenter. Mm -hmm. Very unusual because no women really were in that right. way back when. And But what I learned was just how my mind could mechanically put things together, right? So right. you see a set of stairs, you go, oh, I know how that's built. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know how that roof went up there. And it was just a great opportunity. I realized it wasn't my choice for the rest of my life, but that year and a half, I learned a lot. Right. And I value what I took away from that education and relationships built, and it was a lot of fun. It's funny, there's, there's some of the specialty trades like welding that we've identified that women are just a lot better at it. They're, they're more meticulous, they're, you know, they're more thoughtful. And, um, and I don't know if you guys just saw recently New York Times, you know, finally put a story out there showing that, you know, welders, you've got welders that can make $150,000 and, you know, and why, why aren't we telling more kids to go, you know, get into that? Yeah, it seems like it's a secret or something, Because <laughs> right. you know? nobody ever told me that when I was young and now I have a couple of young nephews that are in the welding business and they're doing fantastic. Yeah. And they're playing and loving their work. Well, and I have a group of young guys that I form their companies for, and they do underwater welding. So you talk oh, about opportunity. Right. So you got to have the ground, and then they they combine it with their passion for scuba diving, <laughs> and they go all over the world and work on, you can imagine, big rigs, oh. and so they travel. So it isn't just what is above land. It's also what's <laughs> happening in the sky and below in the oceans. <laughs> These skills transfer. Very nice. Exactly. I want to thank you both for being our guests yeah. today. Uh, if you have any questions or to our listeners, if you have questions for our guests, visit our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. The podcast is posted there in case you missed any of the show. And we're looking forward to talking with you again next week. Tell your friends and family we're on the air again. Same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.